When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, um, you all see the title. (laughs) (laughs) I am shaking in my boots. I am so freaking excited for this Zoom call to start. We didn't even think that this was even like, when I woke up, I I love waking up in the morning and like knowing, you know, what I'm going to be, if like, if I'm going to be having a recording or something, this was drop of a hat was like, okay. It's Samuel's ready. It's happening. It's we're, it's we're going for it. <laughs> yeah. It's now like, or okay. never, baby. It's now or never. Um, you better have those questions ready. And we do. Uh, and we do. Um, thanks to the patrons. The patrons they they do all the heavy lifting with uh with these questions. There's some really good questions that we have coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to be one of those patrons that ask questions for these, you know, superstar guests that we got coming on, go to Gleek of the Week Pod at slash no. Patreon.com. Pod.com. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Don't go there. Patreon.com slash League of the Week Pod. Yes. And become a Cheerio because that's the only way you get guest announcements. It's $5 yes. a month. That's like a, a Starbucks. You can go without like, one Starbucks this month. You love, you adore this podcast. J'adore Support this us. Podcast. We are doing this for free. <laughs> um, uh, Out so. of the goodness of our souls. What do you want to talk about at the beginning of this episode? I want to talk, I want to preface Musical May because we announced on one of our bonus episodes for April that May was going to be Musical May and every week we are going to be talking about a new musical and casting the Glee cast in said musical. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, like, if this episode was going to be released in May and you were like, I have to cast a Glee musical right now. What musical are you casting? Mm, I mean, it's got to be my baby girl, Hairspray. You think they can do that? No. <laughs> and could they do most of the musicals that they did? No. No. Could they do West Side Story? No. No. Could they do Rocky Horror? No. No. But could they slay each and every one of them? Sort of. No. <laughs> I think if I had to sit down, I was thinking about it while I made my bed. I make my bed before every episode of this podcast because it does Do you really? show up on the camera. Yeah. Uh, when else am I going to make my bed? I, I only make, it make in the my morning. bed. No. That would be Ooh. a good human thing to do. I just roll out of that baby and I leave and I walk away from her. Okay. And I don't come back to her until 10 minutes before I log in. Keep in the Sometimes comments Sometimes after I log in. After? Yeah. Ooh. And you can see... <gasps> Oh, a little oh. cheese. You already know who the guest is. so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, I loved the movie after, by the way, but that's for our Harry Styles podcast. Um, mm-hmm. No, I was making my bed and I was like, what musical would I cast right here right now? Because I didn't remember based on the time we're recording when this episode was going to come out, but it's going to come out in two weeks. And so it won't be May yet. But if I had to gun to my head, cast a musical right now with the cast of Glee, um, it would be High School Musical. Oh, yes. Low hanging fruit. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Is is it obtainable since they were a Fox Enterprise at the time (laughs) and and Disney didn't own them? No. No. (laughs) Um, But you know what? I think they would have tried. Wait. So how could they do Let It Go and Bella Note? Yeah, that was like a that was a huge thing, and that's why people were like lost their goddamn minds, <laughs> including myself. Um, I'm missing Disney Pixar trivia for this recording, and I am a little bit sad. Wait, are you supposed to be hosting it? No. Oh, okay. I'm not, I was just going because I was yeah. like, I think I would be good at that, um, but I'm not. We'll never know if I was good at that. So, God, wait, they're not good. This is the now or never. No, 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 no. There's so many more opportunities. Yeah, (laughs) don't do that. But uh, I wanted to go tonight. Um, Disney picture trivia. Samuel Larson um, secedes Disney Pixar trivia. Title of the episode. 
That's a long one. <laughs> we'll consider. We'll we'll circle back. If you um, were going to give me a Disney Pixar trivia question, what would it be? Um. Ooh, because I've been to Pixar trivia, mm-hmm. and I was asked this question, and they they were annoying about it because like I knew the correct answer, mm-hmm. but they were like no, and I was like yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> um. Okay. So in Toy Story three, uh, when the toys go to Sunnyside Daycare, what room are they initially placed in? Is it the fucking number that's in every Pixar movie? No, no, no. Um, it, It's like there's a name to the rooms. Oh, there's a name to the room. Yeah, yeah. There's two rooms. So you have like 50-50 shot if you know what the rooms are. <laughs> Guessing that you don't. Um, yeah, you'd be guessing that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Sunnyside Daycare, I'm going to say Eggs Benedict. No. Oh. Um, gasp, you're wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so the correct answer, um, their correct answer was the Caterpillar Room. Mm-hmm. When in reality, okay, so Andy's mom goes to Sunnyside Daycare with the toys in a box, drops it off the front desk. Bonnie's mom takes it, puts it into the butterfly room, which is the older mm. kids. And then Lotso's like, uh-uh-uh, you can't be in the butterfly room yet. You got to, like, pay your dues, essentially, and be with the younger kids over the caterpillar room. So, like, when I went to Pixar Trivia, they were like, oh, no, the correct answer is caterpillar. And I'm like, no, 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 they were placed in butterfly. So. I love the concept of you fighting with a trivia host on <laughs> Toy Story 3. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, and, and okay, and this is like, okay, I'm outing myself right now. I won, and I still fought about the correct answer. That's like, that I still is like need peak to me. be right. I still won, yeah. Um, How many people were on your team? Just you? No, it was it was me and one other person. Okay, did you carry? Oh, I absolutely carried. Um, I. <laughs> I remember, I don't know if I remember this now, but I remember one of the questions being, what was Merida's horse's name in Brave? Do I remember that now? Oh, God. It's a black horse. I feel like it starts with M. Your guess is anyway. as good as mine. Meryl Streep? Anyway, Gleeks are going crazy in the common right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you didn't know that the horse were Wait. <laughs> let me Let me look it up. I feel like I'm correct with the M. Merida horse... Brave. We met Merida at Disney World. Do you remember that? Oh, I'm wrong. I was thinking this is my this is my my brain. I was thinking it starts with M because I was thinking meat for some reason. I was like meat. What is why would the horse be called meat? <laughs> but the horse is actually called Angus. Oh, meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I understand everything now. Um. Okay. Before we get into our interview. Do we um want to go over? Oh, we do need to sing our projections for this episode. Okay. And also, side note, what's your favorite Joe song from Glee? My favorite Joe song from Glee is definitely, well, it wasn't my favorite um, until you brought it up the other day. Um, but I think it would be one, two, three. That is the correct answer. That is like... They didn't need to, they didn't need to record it. They didn't need right. to film it. It like mm-hmm. it has all the elements of a cut performance, and yet we got all of it. And mm-hmm. um, and I love it. It's it's a top twenty for me. I love it. It's just like out of left field. Joe absolutely has no idea what the song is about. I don't think. Uh, is he in Womanizer Boyfriend? Those are two different songs. It's not Womanizer mashed up with Boyfriend? No, it's Boys with Boyfriend and then Womanizer by itself. Oh, I'm a silly yeah. goose. I think you're you're pretty silly. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, Joe is only in three. Okay, not Womanizer or Boyfriend. Mm-mm. Okay, Brittany 3.0. All right, well, um, I guess that concludes our, our talk at the beginning. Are we going to sing the songs? Oh, my God. I you literally on... always forget. I literally constantly forget. Okay. 
And a con in between. Out of one, two, three. Did a baby pop teeth. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy the episode, everyone. We, Gleeks, we are joined today by the one and only uh, Samuel Larson, a.k.a. Joe from Glee, a.k.a. winner of the Glee Project Season 1. Amazing. Samuel, how are you? I'm very well. Don't forget, a.k.a. Teen Jesus. What's going on? Teen Jesus, of course. (laughs) Incredible. We have so many questions for you before we get into our songs. We want to know first and foremost if you can walk us through kind of your journey through your story when it as it pertains to glee how did the glee project come about how was the transition from the glee project to the show talk us through what that experience was like for you this is a this is a very juicy story um (laughs) first of all thank you so much for having me um it still blows my mind that people still care about our show that's really cool so thanks for having me here um okay so Way back in the day, right after season one of Glee, they were doing MySpace auditions. There was just like this big ad they put on MySpace. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, I think so. Well, okay. So you had to do this thing where you like sing us, you make a video, you sing a song, and then you talk about yourself a little bit and you send it in. And I told my mom about it. I was like 17 at the time. I told her about it. And I was just like, nothing's going to come of this. I'm not even going to do it. And she knew what the deadline was. And I was about to go out with my friends that night. And she's like, you can't go out. You haven't made your video. And I was like, what? She's like, here's my (laughs) camera. Go make the video or you can't go out. And I'm so glad she said that because I made the video. I sent it in. And they said something like, you'll hear from us within two months. And two months came and went. And I didn't hear anything. And I thought, told you, nothing was going to (laughs) happen. All of a sudden, I get this message on Facebook that's just like, frantic it's like we've been trying to find you we're over here at fox call this number as soon as you see it i'm like uh all right i call the number it just connects me to fox and i'm like hi this is samuel um trying i'm just calling this number they're like are you samuel arson i'm like yeah and they're like oh my god hold on and they connect me to robert ulrich who's Mm -hmm. our casting director i don't know how they couldn't find me they were like trying to look for me, but I got a hold of them yeah. and they were like, we're casting this new role. We need you to come in and audition. Can you come in tomorrow? I'm like, obviously I'll be there. It was for the role of Sam Cord's part, Cord Overstreet's character. So, okay. okay. So I go in and mind you at the time, you know, I have my dreads. I had like 15 necklaces on. I was doing this <laughs> thing where I'd like, I'd wear button downs with only like one button buttoned. It was just, I had a whole vibe going on. And, uh, I start singing for them the audition song and then I do the scenes for them. And they were like, that was great. We definitely want you for the callback. You're the only actor going up for this that doesn't have an agent. So we're going to give you our agent. So I had a meeting down the street and that's oh, my agent to this day. I still, I'm still with her. Yeah. Um, so we made that deal. And then I came back for the callback, which was incredibly daunting. Everyone was in there, Ryan, Ian, Brennan. It was like a room full of like 15 people just staring you down. I had to ignore them all. Yeah. Oh my God. And I just remember feeling like I stuck out like a sore thumb because, <laughs> you know, the character of Sam is like the new quarterback in school. And I was very not that vibe. I, looked <laughs> yeah. at I did the audition. It went well. And they called me and they were like, you didn't get it. But then they called me back and were like, listen, we're going to get you on this show somehow. Something's going to happen. I know it. Just please stay available. We know you just got this new agent. Just please stay available. Called my agent. I'm like, look, I want to be on Glee. I That's where I want to start. Yeah. So let's, let's wait. A few months later, I get an email for Glee Project and I was pissed because <laughs> I was this close. There was like, it was maybe down to me and like five other people. Yeah. And all of a sudden they want to throw me in with 250 other people. Oh my and I was gosh. like, you got to be kidding me. And the deadline for that contract, they had this big contract yet to fill out. The deadline for the contract comes and I'm like, well, it's too late. It's the deadline's tomorrow. I can't, yeah. I can't do Glee Project now. And then I look up the address of where I'd be sending the contract and it's like two blocks away from my house. I'm like, okay. this is, I'm like, this is so meant to be. So I fill out the oh. contract. I walk it down to where it's supposed to go and I put it in the mailbox and they call me and they were kind of like, hey, we know that you've already gotten really close. We don't want to throw you in like from the very beginning. We'll throw you in like when there's less people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So by the time I got there, there was like 200 of us. I had this 
I had a, I had an, I had just done American Idol and gotten kicked off. Okay. And I had just gotten, I had just done the Glee audition, gotten kicked off. So I kind of had this air about me where I was just kind of a little angry. I was like, let's, let's just effing go. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they dwindled it down to 12 people for the actual Glee Project show. And um, we filmed Glee Project for like two months, no phones, nothing. They took any t-shirt I had with like a band on it, they took away for copyright. And we were yeah. just there filming and fighting for this role. And it was really a gift that I had just gotten kicked off American Idol, just gotten through. I had just gotten over all this that I was very like, I have to win this. Yeah. I can't just keep doing reality shows and losing. Like I have to take this one home. So I went in with a very big strategy and it, and the strategy worked. Um, <laughs> my strategy was basically like to hold back, like just to kind of slide through as long as I could okay. without yeah. going off too much. Because I was noticing from day one, people were like singing the best they could, hitting all their high notes, dancing their right. ass off. And I'm like, you're going to run out of, of tricks to show them. <laughs> um, if I recall correctly, you don't actually like do like a final chance performance for Ryan until like, the end of the season like you don't actually the last one. yeah was yeah the last one yeah i was and it, 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 i definitely went in with that strategy and it was mm -hmm. it was cheeky too because i was holding back the whole time just doing enough to stick around and make it through the cut i didn't want to stand out in either way not in a good way or a bad way mm -hmm. just yeah. always good let's let them go through um and then that way when they were like samuel we need you to we need you to do more we need you to step up your game then i kind of showed them a little bit more of what i could do and they were like oh wow he's learning from us he's really growing and I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm also just not showing you everything. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, and it was really cool too, because me and Damien McGinty won. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were backstage. It was like me, Damien, Alex, and Lindsay. And me and Damien had gotten really close. And we were really nervous. It was like our last performance. We're about to find out who won. And I just remember telling Damien, I was like, dude, if I don't win this, like I, I would hope it's you. Because I really respect mm -hmm. you as a person. And I think you'd handle it in the most humble yeah. way. And he said the same thing to me. So it was a big blessing. We both got it. But then after I got cast, so season that was season three, Damien right. started like on episode four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't start till episode 14. So oh I was just God. sitting around waiting to start for like seven months oh my gosh yeah and i would call the casting director i'd be like listen just be honest with me <laughs> yeah. did i actually win yeah. yeah like are you guys like second guessing it it's cool just let me know they're like no 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 we're just waiting for the perfect time um and that was and that was a great time to join i i, I showed up it was really really fun yeah it was really really nerve-wracking and it was also weird because by the time I got there, Damien was already really tight with everyone. He'd been right. to all the past parties. Right. And I'm like, I just got here. <laughs> but um, it was really cool. It was really cool. I remember, my, I remember my first day just like being so nervous and trying to spit out all my lines without messing up. And then Ryan comes through and he's like, oh, you're doing really well. And I was like, oh my God, you've been here the whole time. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Amazing. yeah that, was, that was my journey. Yeah. Amazing. That is amazing. You've been on reality show sets. You've been on hit Fox TV show sets. And we are big after fans. We are big oh, cool. Zed heads. Yeah. We love Zed. So you've been on a movie sets as well. How do they compare? Do you have a preference? I def I don't think I would say I have a preference, but they're definitely different. Mm -hmm. um, Glee is, was just such a huge production by the time I got there. Right. Huge product. I mean, if you look at my first song, uh, Stereo Hearts, yeah, that was like my third, fourth day of work. And I show up and there's just like a bajillion extras. They have a whole choir to sing behind us. Right. We had ran out of daylight. So they just whipped out this huge light that they put over the whole, the whole uh, like outside area there, like that amphitheater area. And yeah. they made it look like it was daytime at the nighttime. I was, I was, my mind was blown by <laughs> oh, the size of the I would have never known. Yeah. But a big thing that's like, you know, maybe not the funnest thing on Glee is, is it's very like, you have to say the lines, how they are written. Okay. You cannot go off script at all, yeah. which I get because they all have their writers credited. So it was kind of nice. That was one of the things that was nice about after it was like, I think all my best lines that I did in that came out of the dome. Like it just happened in the moment. Right. Um, I love that. So that's that's always a fun part too, and yeah. and another thing with the lines is like you know they have to time out the episode so they mm -hmm. want to hit the lines right on time and yeah I mean it's all different indie movies are different as well you really get to experiment, but yeah. I think honestly the best experience would be Glee because that production was just so 
well-oiled and of course. <laughs> it's just you're just you can't believe you're there and i was such a fan too so like to be there and be in the scenes with everyone i was like this is ridiculous what am i doing here yeah you know <laughs> um we have a question from one of our patrons joe who wanted to know um did being on the show live up to your expectations as a viewer what's up joe cool man <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely beyond my expectations uh way way further than my expectations i also didn't have much expectations it's kind of like my first big job i had i look back at it now and i realize we worked a lot harder than other actors did because you know on the weekends we'd have dance rehearsal right. during lunchtime we'd go to the studio and cut our vocals i didn't re i thought that was normal i realize now like you usually just show up and shoot scenes and you're done yeah but uh but i was young and i was i was ready i was excited and it was a, it was an absolute dream come true. And to become really good friends with everyone was it's still surreal to me. It was really, really cool. We have another patron question from Bryn who wanted to know, you mentioned Damien, that you um, you were very close with him. Do you keep in touch with anybody else from Glee or Glee Project still to this day? No, not really, to be honest. Um, no, from Glee Project. Uh, you know, it's definitely friendly. If I see any of them, we'll reminisce, but yeah. I stayed in touch with them. And then with Glee, um, I don't know. It's kind of this thing, like when you're there, you're there. And then when you're gone, it's, you're kind of just gone. Um, I don't know. I, I, um, I don't know. I had a weird, I had a weird friendship with some people there. Uh, but I absolutely love them and adore them. And one thing that I, I hope that they know if they ever see any of this is like, <laughs> I just hope they know how much I adored all of them and, and really, really admired their talent and was a fan of them on set. Um, and, you know, that's how, that's how, that's how making stuff can work too. You know, right. like <laughs> even with after, like I'm still friends with all of them, but I don't, I don't really see them all the time. Right. But mm -hmm. it was, but we shared this experience and this feeling that is exclusive to us. So we will never lose that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. To wrap up our questions before we get into the songs, do you have a favorite performance maybe that Joe did or that you got to see on the show? I really, really liked uh, when they did Summer Nights, chord, chord sing lead on that one. Yeah. I really, really, I thought that was really, really well done. I thought it was a throwback enough and they modernized it enough. And it's just, I mean, leather jackets, guy is dancing around. It's just, yeah, really doesn't cool. get enough credit. No, I don't. I, I think not. I was like, man, I wish I was there. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for me personally, there's two that stand out to me always. Um, the first being Night Fever. Because yes. I remember being interviewed and they were like, if you could do a duet with anyone, who would it be? And I said, Matthew Morrison, because yeah. I, I, I adore that guy. And then all of a sudden I'm singing with him and I was like, get out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> saving all my love for you is really, really fun, too. Oh, mm -hmm. that's great. You know, I didn't, I don't know if you noticed, I never got a solo. I never, I'm like yes. the only one that never so We have noticed we're sad. Yeah. If, yeah. if Joe had to have gotten a solo, what would you have wanted it to be? Um, well, I said that in an interview that I would want to do Human Nature by Michael Jackson. And I think oh, okay. Ryan heard that. So he gave it to Cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at pressing buttons that way. And I, yeah. and I was like, that's, that's cool. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You know, now you can hear me sing all my solos whenever you want. Yes, it's true. YouTube and whatever. Love it. And we love it. <laughs> we love it. We I have our first song of the episode. We randomly pull the songs from our beautiful Slushy hey. Cup. Yes. <laughs> um, our first song, it's with someone you worked very close with. Uh, season one. With an unwed mothership connection. And that's oh, what we're here good. to sing about. <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> that's that's great beautiful diana i think it's great it's really really fun to hear her like belt it out i feel like she doesn't do that super often so yeah. to hear her go to that place in her voice is, is a treat yeah um uh i don't think pregnant women dance like that, no. that's a thing. <laughs> but that's what's fun about gleeds it's got this c- comic book kind of you know surrealism to it that's mm-hmm. uh that keeps it fun yeah you know I that's a great they- they were they were all seemingly exactly like the same <laughs> like they were all like nine months it's carrying the, all the same, same time. Yeah. 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 yeah identical babies but we never what see any of them ever ago. again yeah I know. I know. what's in lime ohio what's going on yeah. what is going on over there <laughs> andrew i know you have a lot to say about this performance i i mean like i think it's a travesty that you know, Diana only gets six solos in the entire span of the series. And this is wow, one of is that true? That's yeah, wild. Um, and I mean, as much as I love, I, this might be my least favorite just because of context. I think it's like, it's really kooky crazy <laughs> that she gathers up these, these six other pregnant women. And it's like, they're all willing to be like, okay, yeah, I'll help you with your Glee Club assignment. Which is but the, that's the what's camp about it. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. course, there are six other equally pregnant women that sing and want to perform at a high school. Exactly. But they have nothing to, they want nothing to do with Glee Club. No, they that. leave. They're like, yeah. bye. They're like, okay, that was fun. That was a good three minutes. I'm out. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's that comic book kind of you know like she said camp vibe to it yeah of course there's so much unexplained just people coming and going coming and going but uh it's a great performance i mean samuel you were like in and out of the glee club for the for the three season three and four i mean where Mm -hmm. do you think where do you think joe was actually during all those glee club rehearsals (laughs) if you if you needed to (laughs) Write the story there. Uh, Joe probably was off doing something with the church, right? Right. Probably Mm -hmm. off at like youth camp or whatever, or or doing some evangelism of some sort. Yeah. That's (laughs) the most on brand answer, I think. (laughs) But from my point of view, because when I when I joined, I signed on for seven episodes. Mm -hmm. So anytime I was past those seven episodes, I had no idea what was going to happen. It was week by week. Am I getting called back? I don't know. Yeah. And then there'd be times where I don't get a call and I'm like, oh God, okay. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, hey, by the way, you're in the next three episodes. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. I want to know from your perspective, being given a role that's a romantic interest for one of the main characters, was that like a good thing? Because Damien, I guess, kind of had a romantic interest in the show, but you were more directly paired with a main character. Yeah. Would Did you prefer that? Would you have preferred something off on your own or did you like that you were linked almost immediately with this of course i liked that i was linked yeah of course (laughs) well for many reasons i mean one before we even started the show me and damien were both like i want to be dating quinn no i want to be oh my god it was very much a thing so when i when i read that script and i found out it was me that was going to have the connection i was like take that bro but um (laughs) but at that time me and diana were like really close friends as well uh we spent and, and like a lot of our scenes were just us two. So there's a lot, plenty of time where it was just us two on set. So we got, mm-hmm. we got really close, which really took all the nervousness away. But we also had this kind of um, awareness that if you had a love interest in your storyline, you were going to get more camera time. Right. right. Um, so I was very happy for that. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I love the, 
the screaming, like you can hear it at the back of her throat. I'm like, more of that all the time. Um, I love it. I think this makes me even want a punk Quinn pink hair oh my God. solo this much more. Yeah. The fact that been, we we yeah. did not get a punk Quinn solo is just crime. jail time. Yep. That is a crime. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved to see that with like Joe, you know, Quinn <laughs> and her punk era with Joe, and it just would have been so good. Well, it's it's weird because Joe is very much like how I was in high school, just yeah. very wholesome bohemian type. And once I moved to LA and could really spread my wings, I became more punk rock, but I still had some bohemian things. Yeah. So like when that that was the beginning of season three, and they were punking up Quinn, and I was like, oh, are they gonna punk up my character? Is this what's going on? <laughs> right. And then they, and then I came in and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what they're doing with me at all. No. <laughs> but, um, but I had a little moment where I was like, I know what they're going to do. I had no idea. Right. <laughs> all right. I, I have that. what we have against. It's a man's, man's, man's world. It's a good one. This might be a hard competition. Against it? Oh, so they're, they're competing. Yeah. Yes. So we're doing gotcha. three competitions. This is the second song. Okay. Oh, my. You're kidding. You're kidding me. Your story's sad to tell. A teenage ne'er-do-well Most mixed up, non-delinquent On the block Your future's so unclear now What's left of your career now Can't even get a trade-in On your smile school dropout no graduation day for you beauty school dropout missed your midterms and flunked shampoo well at least you could have taken time to wash and clean your clothes up after spending all that dough to have the doctor fix your nose up baby don't sweat it you're not cut out to hold a job Better forget it. forget it Who wants their hair done by a slob? Now your bangs are curled, your lashes twirled But still the world is cruel Wipe off that angel face and go back to high school Baby, don't blow it Don't put my good advice to shame Baby, you know it Even dear Abby say the same Now I've called the shot Get off the pot I've really gotta fly Gotta be going to that Malt shop In the to high school beauty school dropout go back to high school darren man oh i'm such a fan of darren chris i I remember being on set and just just like anytime he went to perform he's not turning it on he didn't have to turn anything on he was just being darren he's just so freaking talented and so infectious and fun to be around yeah and I love and this that's number. Yeah, this yeah. this might be Samuel to give it give you some context. Um, when we refer to Blaine solos, they're blolos. When we refer to Rachel solos, <laughs> they're rollos. This might be my favorite blolo. Um, <laughs> it's I so good. Love this. <laughs> it's a very good blolo. It's a um. <laughs> it's a very good blolo. You're learning quickly. <laughs> I do. I mean. It, I would definitely put it in my top, maybe three blolos, but yeah. I, there's some there's some other really great blolos. Yeah. But also shout out Vanessa. Good to see her as well. Vanessa. So, Vanessa Lenji's as Frenchie. There has never been better casting. That is literally the note I that I wrote down. I was like, there it, there hasn't been better casting than that. 
Oh my when God. it came to like getting musical, I think Darren was like the one that held the flag there. But I think when it came to like comedic acting and just being bubbly, she was the infectious one with that. She is just so hilarious. Yeah. yeah. She's hilarious. I love her. And she's beautiful. And man, and it's also, it's such a trip to, it's a real trip to keep seeing Corey in these clips as well, because mm-hmm. I, I think Corey might've been the one that I was the closest to of anyone there. And it's not for the best reason. It's we were the only two that we smoked cigarettes a lot, so it would always just be us two outside taking smoke breaks because yeah. no one else smoked. And we got close that way, and I was thankful for that. And he was, yeah, he was. Uh, it was the sweetest guy. But yeah. that is quite the blow low. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It is. It's it's top tier blow lows, and I feel like every Blaine solo I watch, <laughs> every Blaine solo I watch, I'm like, no, no, no. That's my favorite one. Yeah. But uh, this because one, it really does, does take it, the cake. It's different because I've seen Grease how many times, and this is the only beauty, beauty school dropout that I really care about. Okay. We talked about this a little bit before, but like beauty school dropout, I think from my understanding, when it's done like at high school productions, it's usually done by like a teacher or yeah. it's, it's, wait, Samuel, you know this as well. Like it's like usually like done by like a celebrity. It's like not like by right. like a student, um, which I think is so funny because I remember like uh, the year after I graduated, someone from my graduating class like went back and did beauty school dropout for Greece because like he was oh, involved. I see. Yeah, like it's like always like someone that was like oh like surprise it's the science teacher or surprise it's someone from last year. Um, and that's like their only number, really. It's like a cameo mm-hmm. kind of situation. Yes. And like, I think it was like Boys to Men and Grease Live. Like they, it's like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this. I, I love this. I mean, the, Glee, the, the Grease sets were my favorite. Yeah. To yeah. see them like duplicated so well was so fun. Yeah. To kind of just, to just feel like maybe in some sort of way you were like pseudo a part of that history of Grease is, <laughs> is so cool. Yeah. yeah. This is such a good performance. Um, and I just love how Blaine's like, I'm too emotional over my breakup with Kurt. Like, I right. know that you guys want me for Danny Zuko, but I think I'll just take the part of I'll Teen Idol. Take, like, I'll take yeah. one. I just, I just have to. I'll just like, take You those. get a solo. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Blaine we know and love. But I mean, like, when it comes down to it between it's a man's man's oh, man's Oh my world, God. This is a tricky competition. Who wants to start us off on the vote? Uh, not me. Samuel, do you do you feel like you know? In um, your heart, what is the better performance? <laughs> that's hard. It's it's hard for me because because I have a special place in my heart for both of them. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the hard choices. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. I, I'm. I'm gonna have to go. Man's world on this one, just because I feel like it's rare to hear Diana go there with her voice and with mm-hmm. with blow lows. They're, they're all gonna pop off. Yeah. Right. It's a diamond you know? dozen. So it was more. Mm. Right. So you're going with That's the quolo. Mine. I'm going with the quolo. Yeah. The quolo. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just convinced me to go with the quolo as well. Oh. Okay, so if so I it doesn't even for, matter what you say, Andrew. I'll just hey. I'll I'll cast it. I I love the Quolo. I'll I'll cast the pity vote out for the Blolo. Just let it be known. Um, I, <laughs> this has been a very hard competition, though. I'm glad that I, I didn't need to vote. Actually, <laughs> um, I I need to move on. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're going back to season one again. Okay. Okay. The Gleeks are going to go balls to the walls when they hear what we're about to listen to. Okay. Here we go. (gasps) Okay. Something has changed within me. Something is not the same. I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. Too late for second guessing. Too late to go back to sleep. It's time to trust my instincts Close my eyes and leave It's time to try Defying gravity I think I'll try Defying 
gravity Kiss me goodbye I'm defying gravity And you won't bring me down I'm through accepting limits Cause someone says they're so Some things I cannot change But till I try I'll never know Afraid of losing love, I guess I've lost. Well, if that's love, it comes at much too high a cost. I'd sooner fight defying gravity. Kiss me goodbye, I'm defying gravity. I think I. The throne, the throne high F, everyone. Heard around the Throw world. Throw it up there. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel, what are you thinking about Defying Gravity season one? Season one. Wow. When we all fell in love with the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Rachel is so good. Leah is so good. She's, she's mind-blowingly good. But the fact that Chris can even hang is mm-hmm. is ridiculous right. it's like no that that shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. so it's like he's he's a bit of a freak of nature in that way and i like that they were you know true to reality for once and that he kind of flubbed at the end just a hair yeah giving it to to leah but um i mean so cool that that he can sing that in the same key that she's singing it in like yeah insane ridiculous we saw kurt throw the note and we have a question from audrey on patreon um, that I feel ties in with this. Did you or anyone else fully sing out during filming performances? We understand it was all lip synced, but on set, were they ever like really like singing out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You can you can tell in certain performances I did, like Saving All My Love, you can see the veins popping out of my neck. Yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> there was times where I was nervous too. Like if I had to like make eye contact with Quinn or something and like right. I could feel my, my lips moving. And I'm like, oh God, not now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we definitely sang out a little, a little, a little. Um, I'll admit, they had me playing acoustic guitar in some songs. That yeah. there is no acoustic guitar in the song. I'm just <laughs> apparently playing one that you don't hear. Oh. And I think it was Darren that was like, "Did you learn the chords?" And I'm like, "No, I don't. Know. There's no acoustic <laughs> guitar in the song. I'm just, I'm just faking it till I make it." Um, but yeah, there's definitely times we would we would sing. Yeah. Yeah. That's- Amazing. Defying gravity. I only just saw Wicked uh, New Year's (laughs) this year. Um, And previously, I didn't know anything about Wicked other Mm -hmm. than what was on Glee. But I think it brought that's something that's so special about Glee is that it brings this musical theater into and we talk about this all the time, but it brings it into pop culture. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they were going hand in hand. Broadway and Glee are holding hands coming into what people are talking about. And it was a renaissance, a glenaissance. A glenaissance. Sammy, have you seen Wicked? I have not. No. Missing no. It's good. It's, I want to. You should. I should. I'm only like a block away from Pantages. Next time I will be there. <laughs> we have your word. Um, I like to find gravity. I thought it was good. I mean, I'll say it again. I think it's um I, I think it's weird that they do this like this pop arrangement instead of like the actual right. like two like the Adi Menzel, Kristen Chenoweth, like uh like theatrical version that they like mm-hmm. make this new sort of um arrangement that you know, when they I remember watching this for the first time and they like tease at the beginning of the episode that they were going to be singing Defying Gravity. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And then they start singing this and I'm like, this is not this is not the girl I know. You know, this is <laughs> this is this is not who I'm familiar with. They're they're singing like a radio version. I don't know. 
Um, I would have loved Kurt and Rachel going, I hope you're happy. Yeah. I hope, I hope you're, you're happy too. <laughs> and exactly like the silhouetted heads behind them just like going back and forth. And then Leah Michelle just like rises. Yes. <laughs> I need that. cloak. Yeah. Um, I would have loved that, but say lovey. Say lovey. It's, I mean, it's season one defying gravity. I think it's going to be hard pressed not going through to the next round of the Glocket. Say lovely, even. <laughs> they just keep coming. Um. Okay. We have a season four number again from what? the wedding episode. Let's see. Where is okay. it? Okay. Wait, who got married? Oh, Will Schuster got married. Yes. I was like, Furt? No, no, no. Furt? <laughs> I like that you guys agreed and I do that too. That's great. <laughs> there we go. Okay. You're kidding me with this. Because you're angry, because you're in the chair. I understand. Well, could you be any more reductive and handy centric? I'm fine with my chair. What I'm not fine with is suffering fools. If you think that makes me mean and awful. However, I find you oddly compelling. So, will you dance with me? I'm pretty legendary for my dance moves. Yeah. (laughs) All right, fine. One dance. That's all I ask. shining down for me and i just can't get enough and i just can't get enough just like a rainbow you know you set me free and i just can't get enough and i just can't get enough you're like an angel and you give me your love and i just can't seem to get enough Amazing. Uh, Kuwait versus Kuwait. Kuwait. A Kuwait. Ah, I see. Versus a what? <laughs> a a Kuwait. A, a Kurt duet versus <laughs> a Kurt duet. A Kuwait. Kurt heavy duet. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was I, I was like, Quinn was not in this. No, no, no. That's so... a K. That's a K you're hearing, not a Q. Okay. 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 <laughs> you're really out here making me eliminate my favorite claim duet. Sorry. Is that your favorite clean duet? It's so good. It's so cute. It's really good. You know, it's funny. The same way that you kind of had some little qualms with the uh, with Defying Gravity because it was in a different arrangement. That's kind of how I feel with this one. Yeah. Because I'm a huge Depeche Mode fan. Yeah. And Dave Gaughan's really deep voice kind of brings that darkness to like their very fun electronic music. So to hear it higher kind of takes that away. So there's part of me that's like, man, I would love to hear, especially Darren singing really low in that song. So that's what that's what goes to my mind. Yeah. But um, I'm going to have to give this round to to Klain, yeah. <gasps> You're I giving it so. to Klain? A vote for Klain. Oh my God. Well, okay, you were talking I about like so. different, different arrangements for songs. I need to give, the, while we have you in this hour, Samuel, I need to give a shout out to 
one of my favorite performances on Glee. Three. <laughs> three um, that you did with Cord and Jenna in the Britney episode. I love yeah. that. And that was such a different arrangement. That was so much fun. It was so fun. Yeah. That was the best. Yeah, that was really, really fun. I remember going to the studio to do that and just being like, yes, this sounds sick. This I'm so, so down. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know if like Joe as a character, like this homeschooled Christian kid knows exactly what this song is about, maybe, but um, he's singing it anyway. I was so happy to be pushing the boundaries. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. I was so happy to not just, um, I'm really, I'm really pleased with what my character represented and that that he had some juicy things to say, but I was very happy that he was getting a little dangerous there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Singing about a threesome in front of (laughs) Mr. Mr. Schuster. Um, And then we also saw Allie in this performance, Allie Stroker. Mm -hmm. Did you ever actually get to meet Allie? I mean, like, I know that- Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, you have. Her her and I used to go to acting class together and we did a, we actually did a scene together. So I was over her place all the time. Oh, I love that. She's the best. She's such an inspiration. You know, all her success that she's had is, is just, makes me want to, it humbles me to be like, get out of your head, man. Like she is just, she's just owning everything and killing it. And uh, that was winner. Yes. Oh my God. What? Like to go to acting class. Now she has a Tony. I'm just like, that is so cool. You go girl. (laughs) She's the best. Andrew, what is your, your vote? We have a clean vote. We have a clean vote. I, Ooh, I don't really care for either of these songs i'm sorry um (laughs) but if i were if i were to make a a vote i think it would be defying gravity i think just because it's like a staple like first season you know yeah where are you falling i'm I'm voting defying gravity too only because i think the gleeks will have our necks if defying gravity does not go through to the next round we're so sorry samuel but it is my That's favorite okay. clan duet. I mean, maybe I say that about all clan duets. I'm like, this is my favorite. Now this is my favorite. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I saw that coming. That's okay. <laughs> okay. My last song of the episode is, okay, season five. Season five. Genuinely can't remember this song, so we're just going to go for it. Okay. Shout out, Brad. <laughs> New York City, it's cold and it's damp. And all the people dress like monkeys. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimos. That town's a little bit too rugged for you and me, you bad girl. <laughs> yes, yes. Rolling down the Imperial Highway With a big nasty redhead at my side Santa Ana winds blowing hot from the north And we were born to ride From the South Bay to the Valley From the West Side to the East Side Everybody very happy Cause the sun is shining all the time like another perfect day I love LA We love it Yeah I love LA We love it Yeah, yeah We love Fun, so fun. <laughs> I love LA. <laughs> I feel like it does like not compare to like the um. I love New York when they go to New York and they, I'm so sorry to be starting off on such a sour note. <laughs> the entire time I was thinking about the episode that they go to New York and they mm-hmm. film all around New York and I'm like, I understand that they film in LA. They need to go to New York. It's a big deal. I don't know. This was like, <laughs> this was like not the same for me. I'm sorry. That's a li- I'm like, how fun? You're like, it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 
Um, but Samuel, wait, why do you think it's fun? It's just so fun to see everyone interacting with each other and playing off of each other. And it just escalates to this to this place that you can't do by yourself. Yeah. You know, it's so fun to see everyone. And it's also like there's no there's like no ego involved because someone else told us what we're going to sing. So it's not like we had to fight over our parts or anything, you know, it's. Right. It's just fun to see them having fun. Yeah. I wish I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wish you were too. Um, I love LA. Andrew, you and I are uh, going to LA for the first time this year. I'm speaking it into existence. We're going to recreate this performance. We're going to recreate shot. this. Shot yeah. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't been to LA? No, we've never been to LA. If we're going to go to three places in LA for the first time, where are we going? Yeah, where are we where going? We're going to the hot oh, man, LA's stand, hard obviously. With yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, LA's hard. LA's, um, whenever people come visit me and they're like, show me around, I'm like, there's nothing to show you. Like, it's just, <laughs> there's the stars on the it. ground. There's the sign. That's pretty much it. There's not, it's a set. It looks really <laughs> great on camera, but you get here and you realize it's, it's not that great, but I love LA because I love the people and I love the energy. Mm-hmm. But as far as landmarks, you can knock out the landmarks in one afternoon. There's not a whole lot of that. Yeah, it's 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 all the <laughs> hidden stuff that's really cool. I do love LA. I, I, do. I love LA. Okay, um, we have our last song of the episode. Okay, this is a good one. This is actually I'm so excited for this one because this is actually the final performance on Glee. Okay, here we go. Hope when you take that jump, you don't feel the fall. Hope when the water rises, you build a wall. Hope when the crowd screams out, they're screaming your name. Hope if everybody runs, you choose to stay. Hope that you fall in love and it hurts so bad, yeah, oh. The only way you can know, you give it all you had, hey, yeah. And I hope that you don't suffer, but take the pain. Hope when the moment comes, you'll say, So many feelings watching that. Um, you know, it's like a it's a huge part of of my life personally, and it's such a dream come true for me. But I was always very aware that this was 
you know, they had their core group already. Yeah. And that they, they were probably experiencing a much deeper level of that than I was. So as much as it was affecting me, um, I was, I guess, sort of respectful and aware to let them have their, their moment too. And like I said earlier, like, I just, I really, um, I just remember there being lots of times where I was just like, man, I really hope they know how much I admire them and, and I'm a fan of their talent and them as people. Yeah. But I was just so thankful to be there. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember showing up and seeing Phineas for the first time and he had the whole bohemian look going on. Yes. I was like, I know what's going on here. I know what they're doing. <laughs> you're, you're the new me, aren't you? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, it was incredible. It was definitely one of those pinch me moments that yeah. you, you're like, wow, I can't believe I get to be a part of this. It was so fun. And that song will forever be in my head after so it's a whole day of listening to it. Right. <laughs> yeah. How, like how many hours do you think that you spent on set filming that just out of curiosity? I think any given scene or musical number is like at least six hours, seven yeah. hours. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes the whole day, we, we would usually only get two setups done in a day or two scenes done in a day. Mm-hmm. And they would both take about six hours each and that would be our work day. Gosh. Um, wow. Lots. Um, and it also depends on the director. You know, like some directors would just get every angle imaginable, like right. with three. Like if you notice that, that one has particularly more angles than yeah than some other ones. But um, yeah, it's a long, it's a long day. Right. Long fun day. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> This is okay. I love this song. The, the hours spent in that theater. Yeah. Goodness. So many, so many numbers in there. So good. I loved this. This is cute. I loved it. It's so, it's so good. It's, um, it, it's just great. And it just ties up the series. And I'm just so glad that they got so many of the cast <laughs> back. For this final number, it was just so special. I remember watching it live. And I mean, I just remember like specifically with uh, with Heather and Naya walking down the stairs. And this is the only scene that they're in in the series finale. And I just remember just being like, oh, my God, I'm so like, I'm glad that they're like here. I'm just like everybody just in that room. I just I love it. It's so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm obsessed. obsessed. I mean, the choice is obvious. I lived versus I love L.A. Oh yeah, we oh gotta, for sure. We gotta go. I <laughs> There's live. no competition. Sorry, the I emotion love LA. is there. Sorry, I love LA. We loved you, but you gotta go. You gotta go. All oh right. for sure. No, you can definitely feel the emotion and that it's being channeled into our performance. Um, yeah, I mean, that you just, I just, I, I personally just knew. I was like, this is this will be the last time I get to do this, and I'm just gonna enjoy. As enjoyed as much as I can. I wish I had the awareness now that I then that I do now. And I, I gotta ask because I mean we were so familiar with you with the dreads throughout the series, and then you come back in this series finale, no dreads, you don't have the dreads anymore. What was the impetus to getting rid of the dreads? I, I had had them for so long that even before I started on Glee, I'd say like after the first year of Glee, I was like done having them. I'd had them for so long. Yeah. And but I was like, I gotta keep my character has him and by the end of the fourth cuts his hair in the show like what if something has to happen where he cuts his hair i was just really wanted to i didn't feel like myself with them anymore yeah mm-hmm. and i remember it was at the end of season four it was like the last day of season four i went up to to falchuk and i was like hey man uh is it cool if i cut my hair over the break <laughs> yeah and he was just like absolutely and then like as soon as he said that i was like sick and then i was like oh wait something tells me I'm not coming back then. Did I just, what did I just do? Oh no. But, um, no, it was great. I just, I, I didn't feel like myself anymore with them. It was who I was then. And it was, I was really happy to come back without them. Happy to come back at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was was really, really fun. And I liked that they had that line that, what what, what was the line that, that, uh, Sue cut them off. Sue cut them off. Yeah. Yeah. She would. She would. <laughs> she would. We already answered the question, what would Joe be singing? Right. Human nature, obviously. Human nature. We ask every guest, what would Glee be singing in 2022? Mm. Is there more than human nature that you would like to add? 
Oh, well, that's what I would, would want to sing. But if in tw- oh yeah, like if there was an episode now, what would they sing? Oh mm-hmm. man. Uh, I mean, there's so many great new songs. They, I mean, you know, Glee, they would just go to top 10 and just yeah. steal them all in the genius way that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, I'd be cool to hear like Doja Cat. I could see that happening. Right. Yes. Um, it'd be really cool to hear like Silk Sonic would have made it for sure. Oh, and, I would have loved that. And it definitely would have been Artie singing that. He, yes. he would have taken that right home. There's so many. I mean, there's yeah. so many they, they could be doing now. I don't know. Maybe we'll get, maybe one day. Who knows? We need Gleeboo and we need, we need uh, human nature Samuel's version. Please. <laughs> Samuel, um, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um, where can all the glisteners, the Glee listeners, uh, find your social Gleedia, your Glinstagram, your, your glitter? You're killing me. <laughs> You're killing me. All right. You can find me all over social Gleedia. I am on instagram of course youtube spotify just look up my name and you will find me and in whatever capacity you want to watch whether it be old glee stuff or new stuff i'm doing i'm just so thankful and humbled by every view and i'm so thankful to be here right now thank you so much for having me thank you for thanks for taking me down memory lane and letting me relive relive that i really appreciate it thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for doing this this has been absolutely amazing um dream come true for the gleeks and us alike um to end the episode we're gonna say bye and our most annoying voices after one (laughs) three two one bye Bye. Amazing! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gleek of the Week podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek of the Week Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at GOTW Pod. And you can also subscribe to us on Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, early released, ad-free episodes, as well as guest announcements with the opportunity to send in questions at patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week Pod. If you're interested and being our Gleek of the Week, we have a guest submission form in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Glee! <laughs>